So we're doing the Chavtes. We start at the bottom of Chavches Hamid Beis Tanu Rabbanon. Learning tonight should be Chasil Nishmas Aaron Kaifman Ben Rabbi Yitzchak. So the Gemara says Tanu Rabbanon. Mavatlin Talmatayra. We interrupt Talmatayra like Saas Hamais to accompany a burial or Achnasas Kala and to accompany a Kala to Chupa. Amar Alav Rabbi Yehuda Bariloi. They said about Rabbi Yehuda Bariloi. Shem Mavatlin Talmatayra like Saas Hamais Achnasas Kala. He used to interrupt his learning for these two things. But Medvar Muramund. We say you interrupt your learning Beshein Sham called Sarchai when there's nobody when there's the number of people there is not enough to on, properly honor the mace. But if there's enough people there to honor the nifter, then you don't have to be mevatel your learning. How much is considered sufficient? He said, 6,000 men are blowing shoifers. So normally at a at a prestigious person's uh, levaya, there were 18,000 people. 12,000 total, of which 6,000 had shaifers. There has to be enough people that if you line up from the town all the way to the gate of the cemetery, you have enough people. Like when the Torah was given, so too it should be when it's removed, meaning when someone leaves this world. Just like when the Torah was given, there were 600,000 men. So when is it sufficient? When there are 600,000 men to honor the Nifter. That's only according to somebody who only knew a Chumash and Mishnah. But someone who who learned and taught Mishnah is to others, Leslie Shiur, there's no limit. You have to be in Vatal Yatama Torah to go to his Leviah. Time we learned in the Bible from Shimon Yechoyame, he says, Boy, come and see how. Beloved, Klai Yisrael is to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shebechal Makom Shegalu Shechina Iman Wherever they go into Galas, the Shechina goes with them Galu Mitzrayim Shechina Iman, they went, they went to Mitzrayim with them Shnamar, HaNigloi Neglesi Abbey Savicha Biyosim Mitzrayim I revealed to your father's house when you were Mitzrayim Galu Baval Shechina Iman, it also went to Baval Shnamar, Lamanchem Shilachti Bavela, for your sake I have been sent to Baval Avkishen Asidin Ligal Shechina Iman Also at the time when they are going to be redeemed The Shechina will be with them Shnamar, Vishav Hashem Lekech Eshvuscha Hashem will return with the uh, returning exiles. Hey, Shivlay Namar, it doesn't say he will bring you back. Ella Vishav, he will return. God is with us in Gullis, he will return with us. Bavela Hecha, in Bava, where is the Shechina? Feanda Rabbi, Bebe Kanishta de Hutzel in the in the shul of Hutzel, in the shul that was destroyed and rebuilt in Ardai, but don't assume that the Shechina is to be found in both shuls. Sometimes it's over here, and sometimes it's over there. I'm going to be rewarded in Olam Haba. Whenever I'm within one parsa of either of these two shuls, I go in and I dive in there. Now the Gemara tells us about some miracles that happened in the shul in Ardoi. Avua de Shmuel, Shmuel's father, the Levi and Levi, they were sitting in the shul that was destroyed and rebuilt in Ardoi, meaning that it, the, the, this shul is called that for that reason because it was used from stones that were uh, destroyed in Yerushalayim, so it was destroyed and then rebuilt in Ardoi. So they were sitting in that shul. They heard the sound of a commotion, so they got up and left. Why? Because they assumed that the commotion was the appearance of the Shechina. Rav Sheshach was sitting in the shul. When the Shechina came, he did not leave. So the, the Malachim came and they threatened him. He better leave. I'm in the front of Rav Sheshach said to If you have an unfortunate one like me, and a fortunate one, meaning the Malachim, who has to give in to who? Amalu Shavkayu. So Akadosh Baruch said to Malachim, leave him alone. 
that in Golas Hashem is going to be a Mikdash Mat for them. Means that God, what does mean God is going to establish a Mikdash Mat? It means that it's referring to the shuls and the Batimidrashim that are considered mini Batimikdashois. This refers to the house of the Amayu Rav and Bavel. Darsh Rav Rav said, the Pasuk says, What's the meaning of the Pasuk? Hashem, Hashem, you have been a a dwelling for us. That God dwells in the shuls and batimidrashim. Used used to be, I learned at home and David and shul came in the Once I understood that which David said, Hashem, I love the dwelling place of your house. Which refers to the shul I used to study in shul as well. Tanya, we learned in the Bryce. Belezar, Kaprahimer, you said, that the shuls and the base medrash in Bavel are going to be reestablished in Israel in the times of Mashiach. Just like Hartabar among the mountains and Har Carmel, um, Paro shall come into the sea as a result of his defeat at the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. So this is talking about in the times of Yermio when Nebuchadnezzar was coming to attack, to attack um, 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 when Nebuchadnezzar was coming to attack at Israel, Paroi came unto the sea. These two mountains, Tavar and Kamash, they came <coughs> only because of our Sinai to learn Torah, meaning they literally moved. So they only temporarily learned Torah, and nevertheless they were established in Israel. So then certainly the shuls and the Batim and Rashim, which are, which are permanent resting places of Torah, certainly are going to be reestablished in Israel. Why do you um, teratzdan like like dance around you mountains with very high peaks? Yatsa baskal v'amra. Sabar says it refers to a baskal that went out and said to the mountains, "Lamatirzan didim Sinai." Why are you starting up with Sinai? Why are you like trying to get a judgment against Sinai? Kuchem bali mumen atemetzal Sinai. You all have mumen, and that's why the Torah wasn't fit to be given on you. Leave Sinai alone. Ksav says over here gavnunim that that the very high peaks. Ksav Hachet says over there agibe naidak that if somebody has long eyelashes or he has cataracts these are types of mums that a kain cannot serve in the base of Mikdash with that a person who has conceit like these mountains that were conceited they felt that the Torah should be given on them that was a mum for them that's also a mum in a person so he said also you know to use the shul as a kapandaria my kapandaria amrava kapandaria kishma it means like its name implies my kishma what does its name imply Instead of going around, I'm going to take a shortcut and go through it. If, however, the shul was built on a place where previously there was a shortcut, then it's better to use the shul as a shortcut. If somebody entered a shul not intending to use it as a shortcut, then in other words, if you went into Davin and you came in on one side, and when you leave, you want to go at the other side, so it turns out that you're using the shul as a shortcut, but your intention was really the Davin, that's okay. 
Mispal. If you go into Shul to Davin, also, same idea, you can use it as a shortcut. Right? That, that in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, they would come in the north gate and go out the south gate. So you see that they would u- utilize the Beis HaMikdash as a shortcut because they were going to the Beis HaMikdash not for a shortcut, but rather to serve Hashem. We said that if you have a uh, demolished or desolate shul, you should not remove the grass in order to Give people Akmas Nefesh. For Tanya, we learned in the Bryce, you're not allowed to uproot the grass and feed it to your animals. I'll tell you, you can uproot it and leave it there. The Bryce clearly says you could uproot the grass. The Gemara says, when our Mishnah says you're not allowed to uproot the grass, tell you, also, it's referring to the same thing to uproot it and feed it to your animals. However, to just uproot it and leave it leave it where it where it falls is okay. You're not allowed to uh, conduct yourself with lightheadedness in the cemetery. You're not allowed to graze animals there. You're not allowed to have a water canal pass through it. You're not allowed to pick the grass. And if you did pick grass, surf and come and you burn it in its place, make a void mason out of respect for the dead. What respect to the dead are we referring to? If you say it's referring to the safe uh, that you have to burn them. So you're saying you have to burn them out of respect to the mace. What respect to the mace? Who? What do the mason care if you burn the grass on the spot? El Arisha, when it says Mesim must be going back on the Rasha, that you're not allowed to conduct yourself with Kalas Rosh Mepnei Kavod Mesim. And that's what the that's what the Gemara comes out, that out of respect for the Mesim, you're not allowed to have Kalas Rosh in a cemetery. Next Mishnah. Let's say Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos. Karim B'Pasha Shkalim. You read Pasha Shkalim. Chaliyas B'Sach Shabbos. Rosh Chodesh falls out during the week. Maktim L'Shavar. You read Pasha Shkalim the Shabbos before. Mavsik L'Shabbos Acheres. You don't read any of the Dalit Parashios in the following Shabbos. Bishniya, then the second Shabbos in Adar, you read Zachar. Bishlish is the third Shabbos in Adar, you read Paraduma, which is Parshas, the beginning of Parshas Chukas. And Baravias, the fourth one is the fourth of the Dalit Parashios, which is a Chodesh Hazalachem. Bechemish is the fifth Parsha, Chayzrin Lishchisidron. You go back to the regular order of the laning. Lechom Mavsikin, for all of the Yom Toivim, we interrupt the regular uh, Parshas HaShavua and read something related to the Yantif instead, right? So, for example, if Shabbos falls out, during Pesach, even if it's during Cholamite Pesach or during Sukkot, we don't read the Parshish HaShavuah, but rather we read laning relevant to the Yantif. All these days, you read things that are relevant to those days. So the Gemara says, Tananos, we learned in the Mishnah, Be'echad Ba'adur, on the first day of Adam, Ashmiyam al Ashkalim. We start to announce regarding the Shkalim. This is the first Mishnah in Shkalim. Val Kalayim, and regarding Kalayim, that we want people to know that in a month from now, Nisan, we're going to go around and we're going to start uprooting any Kalayim that we find. And we're also going to collect the Shkalim. Bishlam al Kalayim, I understand why Bezdin announces about the Kalayim des Manzriahi, because that's the time of planting. Ella al Shkalim minolan. How do you know that Adar is the time to announce about the Shkalim? Amar Tavi Amar Rabbi Yoshi, Adam Pasuk says, Zois Oilas Chodesh Bechachin. This is the Oila uh, that's brought at the new moon when the new moon renews. Amar Tavi Tavi Say Chadish Vahavi Karban Mitzuma Chadasha. That there's a month that you renew by bringing the the um, the carbon of the new Chodesh from a new separation, and that means that there's one month in the year when you're going to use new Shkalim. So the Gemara says, they came into Nisan by Yakruvi Mitzuma Chadasha. Since in Nisan you have to bring from the new, uh, the new um, um, count, Kazmino, Karina, Bechad, Ba'adar. So that means you go back a month to collect the Shkalim in order to have it ready. And that is when? That is Adar, Ki Echidilas, Shkalim, Mikdash. So since Nisan, um, 
uh, we're going to start using new money. So we need a lot of time for the money to be collected and brought into the Gizbar in the base of Migdosh. So therefore, we go back a month to Adar and start announcing about the Shkolim. Come on, how do you know that, the, who is it like that you need a 30-day period to collect the Shkolim? Do like Reb Shem Gamliel, not like Reb Shem Gamliel. Do Reb Shem Gamliel, if it was like Reb Shem Gamliel, Amr Shabbos, he says two weeks is enough. Because there's one man, the Amr, that says you have to start learning Hilchus Pesach 30 days before. Reb Shem Gamliel, I'm a note. Shabbos, two weeks is enough. Similarly, two weeks before a Rosh Chodesh Nisan should be the time when you announce about the Shkalim. The Gemara says, no, you could even say that the halacha, that Shkalim, our halacha about Shkalim, from announcing it from Rosh Chodesh Adar is like Rosh Gamliel. Aye, so he says, doesn't he say two weeks by Pesach? Since the uh, um, Mishnah already said, that on the 15th, the money changes already are going to sit in the uh, various towns to collect to change people's money into the machzis or shekel, but chafei yosh migdash, and on the twenty fifth day they would sit in the base of migdash. Because the money changes are present in the various cities on the fifteenth, so therefore with two weeks we do do two weeks, two weeks before the money changes, not two weeks before the shkalim is due. My pasha shkalim, what is pasha shkalim? Rav Omar tzavus bnei shovim matlem is kabani lachmi. Uh, that it's referring to that, which is what we lay on Rosh Chodesh. However, Shmuel Amar, no, it's the parsha of Kisisa. So the Gemara is the obvious question. Bishlam the Mandar Kisisa. It makes sense according to one who says that it's talking about parsha Kisisa. I know the Karli parsha Shkalim. That's why it's called parsha Shkalim because there in Kisisa it says that everyone gives a machzis a shekel. But according to one who says that it's referring to the parsha that we read on Rosh Chodesh as Karbani Lachmi. Midi shkalim ksiva hasam is the word shkalim even mentioned over there? It's not talking about shkalim. It's talking about the the uh, the carbon uh, uh, tamid and then the carbon shabbos and then the carbon rosh chodesh. Yimar says in yes it is uh, uh, properly called the parsha shkalim time of my kid the The reason is like Reb Tavi that Reb Tavi links the mitzvah of the machzis hashakal to the mitzvah of bringing carbonos and therefore when it says it's carboning lachmi it's referring to the carbonos that are brought from the shkalim. Like Rabtavi said that the mitzvah of giving the machzis a shekel is connected to bringing karbanos. Why is uh, why are you leaning from kisisa? It doesn't mention any karbanos there. The shkalim there are being used for the silver bases, right? They weren't being brought for kabanos. That machetzis shekel in Pashas Kisisa was to be donated to the Mishkan. It has nothing to do with kabanos. Where it says, no, Kedetani Rabbi Yosef, it's like Rabbi Yosef taught that Shalash Chumas, there are three collections, uh, sorry, it says three Chumas, uh, three times in Pashas Kisisa. Shalmas Bech, Mizbech. It's talking about one contribution of the Mizbech was for purchasing kabanos for the Mizbech, and that's one Chuma. Shaladanim Ladanim, one collection of bases was used for the base. That's the second lashon of Truma. And Bishal Bedekabais, Bedekabais, and the third mention of Truma is referring to the Bedekabais. Bishlam Lamandar Makisisa. So it's understandable according to one who says that Kisisa is the parish of Shkalim Hainu, Deshani Hairash Chodesh, Misharash Chadashim. That's how the reading of Shabbos Rash Chodesh Adar is different than all other Shabbos Rash Chodesh. El Amadam Ritzavas Ben Yisrael is Karbani Lachmi, right? The one who says that it's talking about the regular parisha of Rash Chodesh, Maishani, how does it differ than any other Shabbos that falls out of Rash Chodesh? So the Gemara's kasha is, 
we're saying now that on Parsha Shkalim that falls out on Shabbos, we have a special laning that's called Parsha Shkalim. But the Gemara says, if it's the same laning that you lane on every Parsha, on every Shabbos for Shkodesh, so then why is it a special laning of Parsha Shkalim? It's the same laning that you'd lane on any Shabbos that's for Shkodesh. The Gemara says, Shani, it is different. On a regular Shabbos for Shkodesh, you'd call six people up to read the laning, and then one person is called up to read Rosh Chodesh. But now, when Rosh Chodesh falls on Shabbos, Kulo Bet Rosh the regular parsha of the week is pushed off by parsha shkalim, and everyone that's called to the Torah reads something related to parshas rosh chodesh. That's good according to Rav. Um, uh, that that explanation of Rav is good according to the one who said that after the dalah parshas you go back to the regular order of the regular sedra of the week, meaning it, that the sedra of the week is interrupted for the dalah parshas. But according to one who says that we return to the regular order of avtiras parshas at the yamekarinon, but we're reading the regular parsha. In other words, the machlokes was: Do we read the regular sedra of the week, like nowadays? Right, our times we read the regular parsha of the week, and then for maftir we do the dalit parshios. So there was machlokes. One man the Amar back in those times said that no, you actually don't lane the parsha of the week. Instead, you actually the whole laning is related to parsha shkal and parsha par. The whole laning is that. And then one man the Amar said that's not. So according to the man the Amar, so we said according to man the Amar said that the whole laning is related to. Uh, um, um, the Dalit Parshiyos, so then it makes sense. Because that's how this Parsha is different than every other Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, because here the whole laning is going to be related to Rosh Chodesh. Uh, whereas a regular Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, no, only Maftir. But according to Mandi Omer, that says, no, the whole, even even during the Dalit Parshiyos, you lane the regular Parsha of the week and only the, the Parsha Shkalim is laned as a Maftir, then that's the same like every Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, where the Maftir is different. Marshani, it is different. Why? On a regular Rosh Chodesh that falls on Shabbos, six people are called up to read the laning. And then one person reads the Parsha Rosh Chodesh. But now, three people read the regular Parsha Shavuah. You can have four people laning Rosh Chodesh. Because it says, Rosh Chodesh falls on Shabbos. Now, Bishlam the Mandama Kisisa, according to Mandiyama, says that the laning of Pasha Shkalim is Kisisa. That's why you have Tyre is Yoyada, the Damila, because over there it's also talking about uh, something similar to Chsiv, Kasef Nashas Erko. Over there by Yoyada, they were counting uh, the money represented the value of each person. So it was like a Shmachtas Shekel tax, similar to Pasha's Kisisa. The Mandama is Kabani Lachmi, but according to Mandiyama, who says that it's from that it's the laning of Pasha's Pinchas, which has to do with. Um, uh, the the parsha of of the tamid midami. What does that have to do with the avtayra of yoyada, which talks about collecting a machzus or shekel? Like says, dami, it is similar to Reb Tavi. Uh, like Reb Tavi said that Reb Tavi said tzavas bnei yisrael that the whole purpose of the machzus or shekel is in order to bring karbanas sibur. Meisvele has the kasha on Rav from the following brace. The brace says chalios beparsha smuchala. If the day scheduled for reading parsha shkalim fell on our shabbos, then the regular Parshas Shavuah is close to the Parshas Shkalim. Whether it's the Shabbos before the Shabbos, they have to carry nice, and then they reach Shkalim on the first Shabbos. The Kaiflu nice, and then they repeat it on the following Shabbos. 
Meaning, meaning the Gemara now is saying that it could come out that when you lane Pasha Shkalim, it's, it, it could come out, right? The laning is very similar to what you might be laning the week before, the week after. Now that only makes sense. That's the only way that it's possible because Apurim falls out around Pasha's Kisisa. So it would, it would come out that you could have Pasha's Kisisa one week and then Pasha Shkalim, which is the laning for Kisisa, a similar week. That could come out the same time. That we're, that's in Pasha's Pichas. Parshas Pichas is nowhere near Purim. And so, Mimus Ram Bauzimna, could it ever fall out around that time? Mimus says, in, it could fall out that this company Lachni could fall out around Adar Hal. If Neymar Rav, the masculine Darais Betlashnin, according to the people who live in Eretz Yisrael, who they used to finish laning the Torah once every three years, not like us who finish it annually, they actually would schlep out their laning and finish it. Vizayis Abracha would happen once every three years. And so, for that reason, their Parshas Pichas could fall out around the Adar. Tani Kavasi Dishmol, the Bryce is like Shmuel. Clearly says your laning is from Kisiso. You take out three Sefer Torah and you read from them. Right? So nowadays, like us, you have the Parsha Shavuot, then you lay in Rosh Chodesh, and then you lay in Parsha Shkalim. Which is on Hanukkah, and falls out on Shabbos, and falls out on Shabbos, you bring three Sifri Torah and you read for them. One is the Parsha Shavua, right? One is Rosh Chodesh, and one is Chanukah. And you need both, both Psakim, both Halachas of Rabbi Yitzchak Nachpadi, Itmar Baha. If we only had one regarding Rosh Chodesh Teves, Baha come Rabbi Yitzchak, I would say, oh, only on Chanukah, that's Rosh Chodesh. Rabbi Yitzchak says you need three. Avol Bahakid, Kiravsvile. Over here he holds like Rav Domar, Parsha Shkolim is Kabani Lachmi. The Parsha Shkolim is as Kabani Lachmi, which is the same as Rosh Chodesh. And therefore, it's the same laning from Pentchas, and therefore you only need two Sifrei Torah. The Amar Parsha Shkolim is Kabani Lachmi, but Shtei Tarasagi, two should be enough. Kamash Malon, Evalei Mahavaloi Bayahach. So why don't you just say it by Rosh Chodesh Adar or Parsha Shkolim? I would know it. By by um um, um Hanukkah too. The Gemara says Chadam Eklach Chaverte Itmar. You're right. He really only did say one. He only said the one about um um Parshish Kolim, and we inferred from there what would be the halacha by Chanukah. Itmar, we learned Rosh Chodesh Tevis Shecholias Bechol. If Rosh Chodesh Tevis falls on a weekday, how do you cover Rosh Chodesh and Chanukah? Am Reb Yitzchak Karutz Lasik Rosh Chodesh. Three people read Rosh Chodesh. V'chad B'Chanukah. One reads from Chanukah. Rav Dimi Demechayfa Amar Karutz Lasik B'Chanukah. Three read from Chanukah. V'chad Rosh Chodesh. And one of them reads from Rosh Chodesh. Am Reb Mani Kavasi Reb Yitzchak Nafcha Mestavro. Like Reb Yitzchak, it makes more sense. Right, so since Rosh Chodesh is more frequent than Chanukah, we should lay in three from Rosh Chodesh and one from Chanukah. No, actually, Rav Dimi is more logical. Why? Because what caused the fourth person to come to lane? On the other days of Chanukah, you're only laying three. What caused the fourth person to be called up? Therefore, the first three aliyah should be Rosh Chanukah because anyway, you'd be laying for Chanukah. The fourth aliyah is only being called up because Rosh Chodesh, therefore, he should lay for Rosh Chodesh. What's the psak? What's the final halacha? We don't concern ourselves with Shkodesh. The regular laning is Chanukah. That comes first. It's more substantial than Shkodesh. But no, we don't concern ourselves with Chanukah. The primary the laning of that day is actually Rosh Chodesh and that should come first. We don't concern ourselves with Chanukah and the main laning comes from Rosh Chodesh.